What's good, everybody? Thank y'all for coming to another episode of Take Time Out with Trey Mosley. I'm your host, Trey Mosley, and we got a double dose for you today. One is in Dallas, Texas, and one is in New Jersey. And uh, I'm in Vegas, but it ain't about me. Um, These (laughs) young cats, man, you know, you may know their faces and you may not, but you have heard them summer everywhere. Trailers and promos, video games. Um, if you if you're a fan of, of football, uh, Enrique has been doing stuff for the NFL forever. Um, <laughs> you know, as as someone that's an old goat in the business to see these young boys coming up and doing what they do, I am uh, extremely proud of them. Glad they on my show today. Give it up for Enrique Josephs. And Gabe Kunda, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. They're also two of the most humble dudes I know. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad uh, we get a chance to chop it up today, fellas. So uh, this is going to be unique for me because I have not had two guests on. So you are breaking history. I'm excited. History, I should say. Yeah, I'm pumped. Um, yeah. And, and I think the reason that it's also going to work, because you guys are tight off the camera and off the mic y'all like boys boys yeah so yeah, we about I to think, act up <laughs> yeah i think that dynamic is is cool um so let's start off now being that you're in the southwest and you up there in, in the mean streets up north how did y'all connect and get so tight oh my gosh uh ej if i remember correct me if i'm wrong i think i Personally, I think I saw something that you were reading for NFL films. I don't think at the time you were just signed with Atlas yet. I think it was just kind of, I know for me, I remember seeing you and you were doing some copy for NFL films. I was like, oh my God, this guy's got a freakishly amazing voice. Who's this guy? (laughs) And then at some point you signed... I signed as well about the same time, actually. Like, right? Yeah. It was like, yeah. Couple months. You were a couple months before me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we DM'd each other, I think, too, and it just started. It it's it it went off from there. Like, we started you know exchanged numbers, and then it started to become just like very interesting because in our business, you know, everybody's competing and stuff like that and whatever, but we would help each other on auditions and give each other tips. Hey man, did you get this thing? Did you get, I didn't get this thing. I got, did you see this? Okay, cool. Well, how about that? We're like giving each other game and just <laughs> talking it up. Sometimes we get on the phone, man, our wives probably get pissed off at us. We yeah. have a three we hours, like two, three hours, yeah, just talking hours. game and just talking yeah. like life. And then, you know, then we finally took a trip together to Mexico with our fan, with our wives, and it was amazing. And it's yeah. just like he's my brother; like he's I, he is one of my close friends. I'd say, yeah, That's absolutely. Gabe's man. Gabe's pretty spot on, and I remember seeing his Instagram because he was, you know, and I, I don't even remember how I found or saw your eye. It, it like came up in my, I, I don't know, but yeah. I knew that he signed with Atlas. Um, it was either like right before I signed or right after I signed. I, I just asked him, hey, I'm getting ready to sign with Atlas. I see you're with them. How's your experience been so far? Because, you know, he was young, he was black, yeah. and I was like, you know. And I think there's no, you know, there's no way to sugarcoat it, but the world, it, was, it, was a, it wasn't a very black environment no. across the industry, oh, especially right. when we, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're new, but, like, that was, what, seven, eight years ago now, yeah. you know? And we were kind of, like, trying to, 
yeah, we didn't know who to talk to. I didn't, and I knew he was around the same age. So I was like, yo, like, how, how's your experience been? Was, he said it was very positive. Um, and then I signed and then we just, like he said, stayed in contact. And then we kind of found out too, that like, we were like neck and neck for jobs. Oh, yeah. Like we were like in like the <laughs> final two or the final three. And I, I never forget. We were doing something for Jason, Jason Giles for Fox. Oh yeah. And we, we read the script so similarly, but Gabe <laughs> oh, had like wow. the smallest difference in inflection on like two words and he got the job. So I called him and was like, bros. Can I listen to your audition? Because, like, I know we were finalists, and I just want to see, like, what they decided to go with. So we would, and we did that a lot. We would send each other oh, our auditions yeah. and compare and contrast and kind of oh, see, oh, okay, so that, that's what they were looking for. Kind of, oh, they're going here. They wanted him to go up there or whatever. And uh, I'll never forget that one with, for Jason Giles. And, and then that was, like, the start of us doing that back and forth thing. So, and then we just been tight and traveled and uh, gone, gone to his show, met up in New York City. I still got to come down to Texas. Um, yeah, we're gonna make that I'm happen. Saying, yeah, I've, I've been, I've been, uh, I have been to Texas. Um, I got family um, out in Rome, Texas. Oh yeah, and um, out there in South Lake. So I got people's out ah, there. Man. South Lake, that's not yeah, that's about thirty minutes from me. Nice. Yeah, man. Hmm. So when I get out there, um, we we got to get down. You know, I think what's cool. Also, and you 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 both have alluded to it, um, and I don't think it happens often in our business, being that it's very competitive, and mm -hmm. you guys are friends. That y'all actually be like, "Hey, so I just got this trailer for Higgity Piggity. <laughs> how did you say it? <laughs> nah, man, how did you say it? And now you yeah. been like, bruh, why you did it like that? You should flatten it out right there or bring it yeah. up." Yeah, like, I think that's 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 uh, that's real dope. Do you, do you find that? Um, being friends and competing, you know, they always say iron sharpens iron. Do you feel mm -hmm. it's a big plus knowing that, you know, out of five people, two is him and the other one is me. So yeah. I think that's, that's real cool. Talk about, um, so let me ask you this. Let's, let's, let's do it this way. So there's a big project. This is like the, the trailer of all trailers. You mm -hmm. get it, you get it. And mm -hmm. now, Neither one of you gets it. Are you like, man, did you? <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, you know, I'm nah. not, not maybe, nah. maybe, maybe, no, no, I don't think we do. I don't think we nah. do. I think we've gotten to the point now where it's like, it's just like, oh, he got, I don't, I don't even think like we sweat on it much, really. I mean, I know, I know for me. Uh, maybe at the beginning of my career, I probably wanted to know like who got that or whatever. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. we'll talk about, oh yeah, he got that one, but it's it's seldom. We just just like what's for us is for us, and that and I think that's the key to why we why we kind of help each other out, like. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, what's going to be for me if I do the, re the it's going to be for me. Like the fact that with the whole Fox thing, with that it was like one little sliver of a note that I changed that probably put me up. But we don't know. They probably they probably woke up on a, it. You don't know. It's like yeah. it's all up in the air. So we just we're typically like, hey, we lost it. That's fine. It wasn't for us anyway. I don't want it. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I would say it's kind of like the reverse of what you were saying. Like we don't normally fret if like we didn't get the job. Usually we're ecstatic if the other one gets the job. Yeah. Like if I'm going to lose yeah. a job, I'd rather lose it to Gabe, you know what yeah. I mean, than anybody yeah. else. That's I, true. And no offense to anybody else. 
but I just know that, you know, I'd rather him, I'd rather hear him on it than hear somebody else. So, and we established that iron sharpens iron thing early. Like we would say, Hey, there's enough room for both of us to do our thing, to run our own races and to be in our own lanes. And to be honest, I remember I posted, um, I posted on Instagram, like a mock read for Alita battle angel and Gabe commented about the way I said theaters, like in theaters. And he is, and now I, now I say in theaters because I used to say in theaters, in theaters. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Gabe was like, yo, bro, he commented, he DM'd me and was like, yo, try saying like without the theaters, just say theaters, like the, like real quick. And I was like, huh, all right. Started getting scratches, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> I and it started, and like, yeah, little thing, I mean, Gabe, yeah. VO Atlanta, 2018 prime example. I got an audition for DAZN Boxing. And oh, yeah. we're in the room. And I was like, yo, this is what they're looking for. How would you read it? Like, what do you think? Because it was, it was a requested for me. And Gabe gave me an idea. And I was like, I wasn't thinking of it like that. So I sent what I thought I would, what, you know, what I liked. And then I sure. sent a version of how Gabe kind of directed me. And I ended up getting booked. And then I've been working on DAZN for, since 2018. You know, so Likewise. it's like. It's a, it's, it's a yeah. give and take of of what you did. I remember there was, you know, talking about Fox, you did something for Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving. Um, and I think you sent me your audition, your audition as well. Cause I, we both went for it. It was like a yes. Thanksgiving football yeah, thing. The football. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. And I remember they wanted, they wanted young, but gravitas and still like exciting. And, you know, I give my shot on what I think is young, gravitas and exciting. And mm. then I hear Enrique books it. I'm like, okay, I got to hear what he did. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Like he, he was, I don't know how, <laughs> but he managed to combine all of those elements in one read. And Gravitas and Happy, like, those are don't kind of... Don't go together. Of, yeah, don't not go really. really go together. Yeah. So when you're able to get it, I'm like, okay, you know, you're learning from each other. And it's it's iron sharpens iron, like you said, Troy. That's a really good point. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it, you have to think of it that way because um, there are not many people... You know, some people will pay for coaches and, and training, and those people are paying to sharpen you. But I think the the dynamic that I think is dope for y'all, because you are friends, is like, look, I want to see my boy eat. So look, bro, yeah. if you're saying in theaters, nah, that ain't it. Right. Why don't you try in theaters? Or, you know, just little inflections and things that'll give you an advantage. Even if that means that when Jason Marks call, you like, what's up, man? Yes, yeah, so we gave it to Enrique. Okay, that's what's happening. Yeah, you, yeah, it could be the I other mean. way. You like, okay, bad, and you hang up like, if this God, dog. Yeah, yeah. no, Because nah, I, nah, I have, nah. you know, I've had people. Um, uh, we, we, we keep it a hundred on here. Come on, Doc. When I was doing NASCAR. And to my knowledge, still, other than Andrea Winslow, I'm the only cat that looked like us that was telling y'all NASCAR at Talladega, Sunday at 1.30 on Fox. And they was like, that ain't you. I'm like, uh, that's your boy. Yeah. And I went to VO Atlanta wow. and uh, I was surrounded by a lot of um, brothers that didn't look like us. Mm-hmm. And they were like, how did you get that? And I'm like, I, I, I was gonna tell you, Trey, yeah. you beat out a lot of mofos on that joint, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that I've yeah. seen that that audition was rotating through. Yes, all it was. Yes, it was. Wow. I remember that too. Yeah, right. and I was happy for you when you booked it. Yeah, you know, because it's not it, it it's not like 
what somebody I'm trying to be right here, but it's not it's, it's not what somebody would think someone that looks like us would work on. For sure. You know what I mean? Because they're like, you know, what do you know about NASCAR? But it was a North Star. I, I can know a lot. So like, you know? Yeah, it was I a North Star. Grew, grew so it's like, I know well, about NASCAR. Yeah, if Trey's you know. able to do it, if a brother's able to get to it, okay, now there's a lane yeah. for us to, to work in that space. Yeah. So, anyway, but I'll never forget. The, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, Trey. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say, I think that's the important thing, too. You know, what that read in that campaign, I hope, <clears> opened the eyes of people that we are not just uh basketball football track yeah we can talk nascar we can talk golf yep. you know if you want i could be like the 2023 curling championships live from toronto <laughs> yep. i get yeah. that bro yeah go. but yeah. you gotta you gotta open the door and let me in because i'm right now i'm at the glass like i know what curling is i can do that but That's you right. know yeah but yeah right. i got remember. a lot of uh folks that were coming to me almost like the audacity of it all like how how did you but that was you know the beginning I mean? That was the beginning, Trey, yes, sir. of the yes, shift. Sir. You know what I mean? And, now, uh, and you know, and you both know what I'm talking about. That was the beginning of the shift. Uh, when we went, when Gabe and I went to VO Atlanta, we went to the CNN panel. Mm. And I can't remember the producer's name, the the, the lady, the producer Denise. from CNN. Denise. Denise. Yeah. So we're sitting in the crowd and she was talking about a campaign that she was running for CNN. About It had to do a lot about like uh, like fashion in America. You know, over the years, that. over the yeah. decade. And okay. she was like, you know, we sent the audition out and I knew from day one, we just, we just had to have a black woman. And Gabe and I were like, huh? And she, <laughs> and she starts to go into depth about like, you know, there's just, you know, black voices just have so much texture and there's so much color. <laughs> and it's just, it's just something white people just can't replicate. And we were sitting there, we had, our jaws were on the floor <laughs> and we were like, hurt. Is and I, really, I didn't go to the really conference that year, but I did not yeah. know that she went. Wow, she came and out, like she yeah. did it. She was she was stark serious about it. Like I you know, she's giving she's on the panel, like talking talking to all these people about it. Gabe and I sitting there, like, did she just say that? Uh -huh. And we started to see, and and honestly, 2018 is really when we started to see the shift in the auditions and what they were looking for, and mm. you know, the specs that were a little out of out there in the beginning. Because uh, Gabe and I had some discussions about it, and we went to John Wasser about it and was like, yo, y'all need to talk to these producers. Uh, either y'all need to edit these specs like before Glover. we get them, or y'all need to do something. Yeah. You know? I got tired of seeing Donald Glover's name so much. I'm oh like, yo, know, there's other black people out there. There's other, there's other oh brother, man. That ain't Donald Man, I had, a spec, I had a spec once that said, just act like you're standing in the street with your boys. I said, excuse me? Crazy. <laughs> And the crazy thing is I booked the job. Because <laughs> we know what to do, me, right? Yeah. We know, we, we know what to, like, we, we know how to put it on and we know how to read between, well, we not read, now it's a little bit read between lines, but yeah. back in the, you know, a couple of years ago, before George yeah. Floyd, it was some was, craziness yeah, on that Floyd. description. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. how people were describing, like, you know, angry black man or, or talking to your homies in the streets yeah. and stuff like that. And Urban we, you know, was the key. Urban oh, was Urban a big, big hot word. Yeah. yeah. I don't see it as much. I'll be honest. I definitely don't see I'll it as much. I'll tell you what they replaced it with. <laughs> Wagger. Yeah, yeah. I can dig yeah. swagger though, because it's better than urban. Because you I can mean, have it, swag it is, and not come from an urban place. You know what I mean? You can, you can tell because there's certain there's certain <laughs> promos and certain things that I have gotten, and you guys have probably gotten too. And yeah. they're like, we want realistic, but we also want to have swagger. I'm like, so what you trying to say is right? We right. know what you're trying to say, but come on yeah. out and say come on, it. come on out and say it. So let's touch on that. 
um you know being that you guys are, are definitely going to be the the next generation of 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 uh vo talent um mm-hmm. for for black and brown folk um how does it feel knowing that you're going to be ushering in what for all intents and purposes is the future of voiceover because if you think about it you can watch tv now five commercials will come on four will be voices you go i ain't know he booked that up that's my girl mm-hmm. it is you don't hear other folks on these spots as much now even and pick a genre any genre it's like pick a card any card go to commercials it's like okay that was so-and-so you go to promos like the other night i heard uh thursday night football um there's a new show on fox that dominic king is doing mm-hmm. um i heard mm-hmm. Chikino on cartoon network and i'm mm-hmm. like oh we just eating out of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and yeah. you know we we are definitely uh um putting some seasoning up in this piece um how does that make you guys feel being a part of it uh knowing that you know finally they start mm-hmm. to notice that, uh, yeah, we can we we can give more, and it's opening doors for more of us to come in. Um, at VO Atlanta this year, and I went to the very first one back in 2012. Maybe 75 people. Now those 75 people, maybe 10 were black. This year, we had so many. It was like going to church, and you know he had the overflow room because there's too many people on first Sunday. Man, yeah. listen, we had an overflow because I did a panel. It was me, Zeke Austin, uh, Donovan was the um, was the host, and uh, Valentina Latina. And when I tell you, it was so many people in that joint to the point to where people were complaining to J. Michael Collins, like, well, "How come the black panel got the smallest room in that piece, mm-hmm. but we the ones who filled that mug up?" Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, talk talk uh, to us about that and and how uh, you guys feel being that that next generation that's going to now carry uh, carry that torch. I I feel pretty good. I mean, we <laughs> I know you know Gabe and I talk a lot about the amount of work that we put in like to get to this point in our careers, and you know I look at like a you a Donovan a Rod Houston a. a a um, Dave Fenoy as people that kind of paved the way for us, you know, and to have the opportunity to help continue to leave a trail behind us that people are able to follow and able to see and, you know, and, and also drawing the interest of wanting to do voiceover because, you know, when I speak to, you know, I, I, I go around and do like uh, motivational speaking. I do a lot of mentorship. And when I talk about what I do, like people are like, I didn't even know that was a job. Like I didn't even know mm-hmm. people, yeah. especially people that I just assumed it was some white dude, you know? <laughs> and I go, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to do this. You can be, I mean, this is something that is accessible. Is it? And I, but I also preface it by saying it's, it's like any other career. You got to bust your tail, you know, if you really want to be successful, but just to mm-hmm. know that, that uh, we have an opportunity to be able to help bring up another generation of, of, of of young stars that want to do what we do. Uh, yeah, it's a really humbling feeling. It's a lot of gratitude, um, you know, just because uh, I know Gabe and I got into this because we love doing this. You know, we really enjoy it. So, um, and we know the passion that really drives our craft. So mm-hmm. just to kind of start to see that from a younger generation, some high schoolers, <clears throat> some college students, it's it's nice. It's really nice. It, you know, I think it's, 
we haven't seen anything like it, bro. Like the, what you're talking about, Trey, with you, you know, turn on the TV, you got black voices just scattered everywhere. Yes, sir. It's it's almost a renaissance of some sort. And I and I welcome it and I love it. And I'm just like, this is what we still and frankly, we want more because for a long time we didn't have that. For a mm-hmm. long time we were, it was just like that you play that specific role. Um, you know, it blows my mind when I when I see uh, an email coming in from an exec at Marvel saying, Hey, we like Black Panther. What? Or like the Marvels or whatever I get to, I get to read on a, te- like I always thought tentpole movies like that went to, you know, them folks, you know what I'm saying? They and did. I, and, and they did. No more. But, but <laughs> you know, and now things, things are changing and it's, yeah. it's, it's opening some ground for new folks to come on in mm-hmm. black, black men, black women, women in mm-hmm. general. That I keep yeah. telling, it's like, it's just because people are going to want something fresh and something new. Yeah. Um, and they don't want to go, you know, back to the way they've been doing things before. Um, so I'm, I'm, I, man, it's, it's a, it's a dream come true. Uh, it, it really is. Yeah. It, it's, um, and, and made more doors open. And if y'all close them, we just going to kick them down. Kick them down. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. um, so let's talk about transitions. Um, EJ was a football player. Yes, sir. And then he transitioned into doing VO. But what I think is cool about that, uh, a small percentage of, of the VO that you do is sports related. Um, do you think that your time, and this is a two part. So you think your time in football helped you more re- to be more relatable with NFL films and the sports things you do. And then Gabe, you uh, were a singer and still sing. Shout out to King's Return. And Shout um, out to King's Return. Yeah, no, them, hey, if y'all don't know who them cats are, yeah, come on. Look them up. Look them up. Thanks for the shameless plug. I, I know I know Vegas is Sin City, but it got to be some AME, some touch around here, get these boys <laughs> in town. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, transition. So you go from music to, to, yeah. to VO. Um, for both of you, do you feel that those other lives that you had? Uh, helped into your transition into the video mm. that you're doing now? Most definitely. Uh, football, you know, I was an offensive lineman, so I used to be at like 330 pounds. Uh, I was a tank. It, yeah, and a lot of people say that. They're like, oh, I don't see it. Yeah, I was a tank. I, I wish I, I – maybe I'll send you a picture. You can add it in post and let people know. But uh, my <laughs> neck was like this. You know? So, um, you know, I used to I used to bench like 315, 12 times. He's uh, my oh. my two twenty five rep max was twenty two times as a sophomore in college. Like, good yeah, night. I was, yeah, we 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 went hard. I, I went pretty hard, but um, I remember I those days to, I before to... I lost both rotator cuffs. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but <laughs> as much as football plays a big played a big part in kind of giving me the insight of the game, right? And and understanding mm-hmm. concepts, schemes, blocking schemes, offensive schemes. Really what helped me in voiceover was the fact that football helped me as a producer at NFL Films. So I was a producer mm-hmm. at NFL Films first. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really helped me transition into voiceover because I knew how produ- I know how producers think because I was one. And and also I I was doing as much as I could to try and get a voiceover opportunity while I was working there and I ended up doing that. But um having that producer background, knowing what it's like on the other side of the glass, 
I think helped um, accelerate my understanding of voiceover a lot quicker. Um, picking up the ideas, picking up the concepts, picking up like <clears throat> promos. Like I, I used to write mm-hmm. promos. I used mm. to write long. I did a documentary on the Colts and I, and I narrated it, you know? So it was wow. like, I understood copywriting. I understood, you know, themes in copy and, and all that type of stuff. So when it came to actually breaking down copy from a voiceover standpoint, it was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like I need to hit this beat here because I'm going to add, I would add a sot or I would add uh, some B-roll or I would add a cut mm-hmm. or something like that. So I was like, oh, okay. So I think having that production background uh, as a writer, editor, director, producer really helped me transition into VO a lot faster. Nice. Yeah. And for me, uh, music, I mean, as, as you know, Trey and EJ, I mean, it plays a huge role on pacing, promos. Like one of the things that I, I um I use all the time and this is a, a, a trick that I'm I don't I'm sure people do but something that's very important for me when it comes to auditioning I if there's a if there's a trailer or if there's music or something of a commercial or something that they give us I like to have it on at a real low level but where I can hear it and I can read to it so that mm-hmm. I'm in already in the space, I'm in the groove yeah. of the tone of whatever project I'm working on. And again, that comes from that musical background and and understanding, you know, if it's a if it's a happy song, you're typically you need to be singing it happy. If it's a sad song, you gotta have to find and measure that. And with mm-hmm. rhythm, I think, especially when you're doing network promo and you've got to feel what 3.25 seconds feels like. Right. Um, it's it's music tremendously helps with that BPM and understanding those language. And a lot of our uh, producers, they'll use stuff like, could you not make it staccato? Could you make it more smooth here? And Mm -hmm. you already know what they're talking about. Mm So Mm -hmm. the the transition from music is, is I I think very seamless. And I think a lot of folks in VO are a lot of the good ones too, are somewhat musically inclined and they know what that the stuff feels like and how to, how to manipulate their ranges, you know, how to sing, you know, talk in a more bass, how to sing mm-hmm. more high. It's all, all, uh, uh, you know, a part of it. So yeah, definitely the transition. It was smooth. It was smooth. Yeah. I, I, um, I sang in the choir. I was a first tenor and one summer I woke up and I wasn't. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, um, I had to learn how to adjust to this voice um, I can still get into a pretty good falsetto, but I, we, we were, me and my wife were singing this song. Like when we first met, I could in my sleep, close my eyes and hit the note and she's like, hit it, baby. I'm like, nah, girl. That ship done sail, baby. Maybe in 2005, I could have yeah. did that. But because yeah. even as you get older, your voice naturally yes, is it does. to drop and mature. Yes, I can even say from when I started doing VO in 2009 to now, I've gotten even lower. I've mm-hmm. listened to stuff back then. I'm like, who was that young dude? <laughs> and like, that's you. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, I am a strong proponent. Um, usually the most musical people, um, and I, I don't coach as much as I used to, but a lot of my, I call them my theater babies. You can tell who's in the theater. You can tell who was in music or somewhere where they have learned tempo, pacing, tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also accept direction well. If mm-hmm. you tell them, hey, give me a quarter of that, they know right then, yeah. not too much, not yeah. too little, but just yeah. they find that 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 spot and you're like, 
okay, cool. Exactly. Um, So let's let's have a little fun. Um, Both of you, uh, you know, I feel like the old man in the group. Um, Young cats under 30. Well, at 30. Wait, who who turned 30 first? You just turned 30. I'm 31. So, yeah, I turned 30 in January. That is correct. Let's go. Speaking of, and also let's 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 give our, our young brother his flowers for hitting the Forbes list. Oh, oh yeah. You. I mean yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. you know, we we gonna, yeah. you know, we 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 give love on this show. If if if, yeah. if you got it, we're gonna let the people know. Oh, thank um, you so much. Yeah. You know, thank you. I th- and you 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 talked about Renaissance and in a Renaissance era and the both of you guys are, are uh, examples of that. Um, Gabe, you, in addition to doing VO, um, you have your group. Um, I mean, bro, you were nominated for a Grammy, man. Like, come on, dog. Mind y'all, mind. y'all don't understand what we got on this show today. You know, <laughs> they, 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 they're the future, most definitely, but they also <clears throat> right now. Mm. So I need y'all to mm. understand, you know, what I, what I got in front of me. Um, but like I was saying, being that you, you guys are uh, at an age that for me, 30 was like that, that age where I'm like, all right, I got all my stuff together. Or so I think. So I think. <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, everything is just like here. And then you go and that drop fall. And you're like, I, I wasn't ready for that, Lord. What, yeah. what you doing to me? Right um, you know, how is it? Uh, for for both of you, uh, balancing um, with the amount of work that we do, um, you have family, you have, and in you know speaking inward, your wives speaking outward, brothers and sisters and cousins and whatever. Like, how do you find the balance to say, okay, look, I got six promos, two trailers, and one narration to do, and she still tell me, is we going out to eat or what? So. I know for me, you know, my, my wife is pretty, she's to the point to where if I tell her, hey, I got a couple of things, she's like, well, child, I just leave you something downstairs. It's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm coming. Give yeah, me a I'm minute. <laughs> you know, do you find yeah. that um, it's, it's easier or more difficult to, to find that work-life balance? Because, you know, people think, you know, we just sit here and talk all day, but there's more to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you how do you get the balance in? Gabe, I'm gonna let you go first, man, because you got the the crazy schedule. Oh man. yeah, this this dude, he's a teleporter to get what he's doing, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, you know that that work life balance is a scam to me. I think it is what you make it. Mm-hmm. It is what you make it. I don't think that there's a way where you can get everything just. Because there's always going to be something that's going to tip more. It's just how it is. You got to put your focus in one area. And so for me, right. I've had to do things like I um, I have my midweek weekends, what I call it, where Wednesdays I don't do any. I don't do anything. I sleep in. I try not to take uh, supervised sessions. I do all unsupervised on Wednesdays. I keep it chill. <laughs> so then Monday, Tuesday, I go hard. Wednesday, I rest. Thursday, Friday, I go super hard. And then Saturday, Sunday's here and I'm chilling on it. But that for me gives me that because if I'm going hard Monday through Friday, 
with everything I've got going on, as you know, with yeah. trailers, they're calling you at every minute, every, like emails blowing up, they got promos, they're like, we need you yesterday. And then you got it. Like, if you do that, you get lost. And dude, there was a time, um, and I don't always like telling the story because it makes it sound like, oh, boo But like, there was a time where I was working on 11 movies at one time. Yo. And this was in, I remember thinking to myself, I don't think I want to do this. Like, mm. I don't think, I, I don't think this is something because it was just every 15 minutes I was getting called. I was getting, um, you know, asked to, Hey, could you come here? Could you do this session here? Could you right. supervise session here? And it was just like, my day was just full with that. And I was like, I can't, I can't live. I can't do, you know? So it wasn't until I made a definitive, like I talked to the team and I say, Hey, listen, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm not going to do. Don't nobody do it like that. You're going to lose on opportunity. Money will always come and go. That's the thing with these opportunities. They will always come and go. And so I, but I, I prioritized my health, my mental health and my family. And you know, that's going to be here forever. This stuff here, man, one day they want you to be the voice of, and next day they don't. So, so it's okay, like, <laughs> for a joke. So, so you know, you you have to you have to prioritize yourself. And I I think EJ, we talked about this as well. Like, there's been moments where you know they'll call me and they'll say, "Hey, we can't get a hold of EJ because he's at I don't know what it is." Could you read on this? And I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, it's Saturday." <laughs> well, I call EJ, like they call me. Mm. And EJ's oh like, yeah, I yeah. Him. I remember. Like, I told him, hey, he's on. This is a big campaign. He's like, I told him I'm gonna be with family. And you have yeah. to have that type of yeah. Because if you don't, they're not gonna do it. They're just gonna. Yeah. <laughs> they're not yeah. gonna do it. So anyway, that's me. Sorry, me and Hoggett. But no, that's cool. No, it, Gabe is totally right. And you know, and I think the other thing is like knowing his wife Karina and my wife Bridget. Um, we have wives that are incredibly supportive and understanding um understanding that like like you know my wife and i were going to a jazz concert you know we, we go into the city park the car get to the venue my butt touches the chair touches <laughs> the chair rain jason, Hel- jason helsner calls yo man i got a hot rush <laughs> yeah and i just go back and i like babe i just turn and be like baby She's like, did he call go. you? I was like, yeah. And she'd be like, just, just go. go. She's like, just go knock it out. I was like, all right. You know, so yeah. she, there's a, she understands. But, you know, and my wife and our, our wives have uh, been with us before, we, you know, we, we really started getting it popping. Oh, like, boy. when I told my wife that this is what I want to do, she's like, you want to do what now? And how, like, how, how much are you, you going to be making in the beginning? I was like, well, you know, nah, not a lot, but I love it. She was like, you better keep that teaching job you got. And I was like, all right. So, but, but just having the support. Oh yeah. And I think, and I think Gabe is exactly right about like, you really make it what you, you know, you, you, you put the time in if you want to. Like, I, I understand that if I want to really do this trailer thing, I got to make sacrifices. Like I yeah. know it. Like, you know, there are times where I sit at home all night, just waiting for a scratch. Even if even if it doesn't even come, they might say, hey, we're going to send Enrique some stuff tonight. It's Friday night. I tell Bay, I'm staying at the crib just in case. Now, we got our mobile rigs that that's a whole nother conversation. Oh, man. My first gig signed with Atlas was doing daytime talk show promos for Harry Connick Jr. Every day. And I'm I was 25. I'm sitting there like. I gotta stay home all day. I can't go out. I, you know, I can't go out. 
So uh, during uh, when I was working on Harry, I was like, I got, I'm com- I'm making a mobile rig because uh, nah, I'm not gonna be 25. You know what's at home so funny? All day. You know what's so funny is that it's kind of a millennial way of thinking, right? Because we're just kind of like, we got to be where for how long and what? And for, for the older folks, like, like a John or a lot of these like veterans, they're like, this is the, do you stay in that studio until the freaking sun and comes back up? You know, they had a hard time. They had a hard time. Cause we would tell them, uh, we're going away for a week. John's, (laughs) you can't go nowhere. You can't do when he, when, it was funny because when we when we came to John and told him that we were going to Mexico together, we expected John to like freak out. Like, you know, we thought he was going to freak out. And he was like, all right, just let us know what your itinerary is like. We'll work it out. And I, I, I remember I talked to Gabe. I said, did he, did he talk to you like that? And he was like, hey. yeah, he was like surprisingly calm. But that's because that came from years of us telling John, John, listen, this we're going to be out. But I'm like, have I ever missed the session? No, I've never missed the session. Just... <laughs> oh, you guys are gonna be having fun. <laughs> yeah, you know how he is. Yeah, you know, be safe and be mm, careful. Mm, and... Okay, 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 all right. Well, you know, yeah, you know, when you get back, okay. <laughs> and I and I appreciate it. I appreciate now now you know now if you know John and and for those of you listening, John Wasser is an agent at Atlas Town Agency, and John is uh, when you sign with Atlas and you start working with John. And, you know, in the beginning, when you're green and you're, and you're figuring things out, he's very hard on you because he he has a certain level of expectation. So oh, yeah. Gabe and I went to L.A. for the holiday party. And it was my my first time going to the holiday party in L.A. And I also, you know, and I was doing promos and stuff. Gabe left the day after the party at like, I don't know, your flight was at like four in the morning or something. 4 like yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, why are you leaving so early? Like, I. We got home at twelve. I'm like, because we 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 sh- we got an Airbnb together, and I was like, yo, why are you leaving so early? I left my my naive behind left at like two in the afternoon. Oh boy, I'm at I'm at LAX. <laughs> I get a phone call from John. <laughs> hey, where are you at? I was like, uh, at the airport, and he was just like, what do you mean? I'm going home. Why are you at the airport? I got CBS needing to read with you in ten minutes, and then I was like. Uh, that's a four-hour flight, five-hour flight, or whatever. Uh, oh, it's wow. six. It's six for six? me. It's, yeah, it's six for me. So I was like, ah, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna make that, and I didn't hear the end of it. And oh, I, sure. I, you know, it was a lesson learned, and I learned my lesson. But I told John over time, I was like, look, I'm the type of person. First of all, I'm a grown man. I don't need you yelling at me. One, two. One. I'm the type of person that's like. You tell me to do something and I'm going to do it like I, I will do it, you know, and I know Gabe and I, we like to run our voiceover business like business where we do business. You know, we do relationship management. You know, we we handle the clientele like we don't, you know, Atlas, you know, will facilitate, help us get auditions and stuff like that. But once we get the account, we actually are our own basically account executives exactly. you know, because yeah. that's that's just it just feels like. Why have extra and and no nothing against the agency, but it's like why have that extra communication when the producer can just call me and we can set up a session, knock it out, it's call done. it a day, you know? Yeah. yeah, and then I'll just CC them when I send it in, and that's how it works, you know. But I also like to be hands on with the with the clients. I like building the relationships. Um, I also like business and, and enjoy business a lot. So part oh, of some of the things I do outside of VO too. I'll tell y'all a, a quick story. It is our. Uh, 
second anniversary as husband and wife. May, no, I take that back. It's our third. Um, we are on our way to dinner. And at that time, I was doing this uh, mini series that was on ABC during Nightline. It's called Turning Point. Mm-hmm. And we driving, and, and there's an Italian restaurant she wanted to always take me to. So I'm like, all right, baby, I'm, we, let's, let's get it. And ABC calls me directly. Mm. And I'm like, oh. oh, my. So I press the button in the car. I'm like, hey, it was like, so listen, we got a couple of spots we need you to cut that we're going to air tonight before the show. Can you do them? I'm like, we already emailed them to you. Okay. I was like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> when I tell you, you always God, say yes. You always say okay. yes. Figure it out later. When I tell yeah. you God has a sense of humor, because the next two red lights that I was at, they were between 15 and 30 seconds long. Mm. And I fired off some takes from my iPhone. And then... And luckily, because uh, we had a hybrid car at the time before we got the electric car, it was very quiet. Mm. So I'm like, it's 98 on ABC. It's an only turn. I'm like really getting it in. I'm like, mm. okay, I played it back. And I'm like, it sounds good, but I can still hear a little ambient. So I emailed, um, I text, uh, well, you guys know Trakina. And, mm-hmm. um, and she says, hey, by the way, because I told her I was interviewed. She's like, tell my nephews I said, hey, I was going to say, auntie. <laughs> auntie said, what's happening? Um, I'm like, you know, clean these up as best you can and then send them back to me. By the time we pulled up to the restaurant, she sent them back to me. I listened. I'm like, all right, boom. Sent to the ABC bros. By the time we ate and got back to the crib and hit ABC, turning point tonight it, it was already on wow. the air dude wow. <laughs> that's wow. what's that's what's crazy because i you know and, and no shade to to folks you know they know they, 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 they harbored <laughs> on this mobile rig and you gotta but a lot of times these mother suckers don't know who we yeah. be re- recording from some peculiar places and peculiar ways to get Amen. the work done and it's not Amen. always a, a boom no sir like, whatever I yeah. traveled when we moved from Florida to Vegas and I explicitly told everybody, got me in my high voice right now. <laughs> I'm on the road. Don't send me nothing. Dude, I had like seven sessions. You can't I'm pulling tell over them. in gas stations. Got my 416 yeah. like this. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. This is WCNC Charlotte. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not done yet. Hit that button for me, baby, right Okay. It, I mean, yeah. oh my gosh. You don't, you, do the, the key is to never tell them when you're leaving. Honestly, I learned that. And because when you, you know how it is, whenever you book a vacation, you That's tell them the you're going to be, uh, you're booking out, you're going away. That's when the work come. Uh, we have uh, 30 sessions lined up for you between today and Wednesday, and it's Monday. Awesome. And I'm like, Y'all know I'm not around, right? It's, it's, right. it's insanity. I mean, I book some of my biggest stuff on the road and, and you know, when I'm not looking for it, I'm like, y'all, I'll be sitting in the, the, the desk like, do I suck today? What's going on? Why <laughs> yeah. don't you give it to me then? Yeah. You wait yeah. for me to go off and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm going to forget. It. I'm going to go on my life. And then they start calling. It's 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 ridiculous. But I it like happens every time. To the point about every like, you know, time. recording, I'll be on the road with King's Return. Um, and <clears throat> 
we'll sing. And at our 15 minute intermission, I got to run backstage, record wow. spots, trailers and promos or we'll convert. Like if there's a line I got to pick up, I mean, they they already know what's good. Like they're like, Gabe's going yeah. to the back to go read. And then I get yeah. back on stage, perform. And then I get back. I record some more. We go meet our fans. And I do this every night just to keep the flow of everything. Mm. And thankfully, we have a job because I would have... If we move this even like 10 years ago or something like that, yeah. we probably wouldn't be able to move the way we're no, moving right no now. No. But the work that we do allows us to really, I mean, be anywhere and still have yeah. a, a thriving career, which is that's a blessing. And and actually, prime example, t- just today, uh, my wife and I were in the car. We, we had to go run some errands and I had to drop some documents off. And I was in the car and I knew I had a session with ABC coming up. And now... They told me it was freeform. And I was like, okay. So when it's freeform, they always phone patch, which is, which is cool, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was ABC. And whenever I work with ABC, they're IPDTL, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like calling them because like the agents didn't tell me how they planned on connecting with me. And they were like, and, and mind you, I leave the house. I don't go nowhere without my rig. All right. But I get the, I get the call or I talk to the producer. Oh, yeah, we got you set up. On, I'm already on your IPDTL. I was like, IPDTL? <laughs> Y'all ain't telling me that. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, nobody told me nothing. I just, I thought it was phone patch. So, uh, you know, connected my iPhone to my MacBook. Oof. You know, I had two bars of service. Oof. I, IPDTL ran like butter. Oh, wow. Really? Like butter. I did an huh. IPDTL session for, uh, it was for NBA on ESPN with ABC. Mm-hmm. In the car, front seat, IPDTL. I think that was a first. I've done Source Connect, but I don't know if I've done IPDTL. Yeah, I've done and Source I, Connect, but not with IPDTL. I've done I've done not, IPDTL. Not it's 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 a it's a beauty. Yeah, I've, I've recorded it is with great. It on I've done a lot of Fox stuff, uh, just in the car, like in, you know, just a hot spot, and it's worked. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Like what Gabe was saying ten years ago, I don't know. Yeah, like I might have. I mean, I might have been home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sitting at the house. There's all no day, way. You know, there's no way. But a lot has changed, and and also, our mobile rigs have seen quite the evolution over the years. You know, we mm. constantly talk to each other about what we're what kind of gear we're using. I remember when we went to Mexico, he got the new Vault from Universal Audio, and I was asking, him, "Yo, how is it? How is it?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's, it's all right, but I kind of like the arrow better." And he went back to the arrow. So you yeah. know, because yeah. I was I, looking at investing in that. I too, stand you know? firm on my arrow. I will. Yeah. It's like uh, your boy in Mo Better Blues. Bleak, I won't sell it. Yeah, and nah, <laughs> I no, won't sell no. it. It's I'm thinking about getting era. another one. Yeah, I'm thinking about getting another one as a mine, just as a backup because I know you just had an issue. Uh, my, yeah, mine died. I mean, I had it. I got it in 2017. So, but mine gave up. It said I, oh. I can't do it anymore. So I, I, I upgraded it to the new Arrow. It's silver now. It's good. I mean, I plug and play. Like that's what we need. And I, mm. Trey, I, like with the phone thing, I, I was telling Enrique this. I'm like, the day I find a way to just record in top notch quality on my phone in a way that I like it, you will never hear from me again. Cause I'm just like, I'm trying to, yeah. figure, I'm trying to figure out a way to simplify, 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 yes. simplify yeah. yes. versus lugging or this. I used to look around this, this yeah. booth, this, yes. <laughs> this booth. The one that went to Mexico that never got opened. Yeah. Never yeah. again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we thought that it was really going to do so. And then I'll never forget. <laughs> Gabe was like, yo, come come over because our rooms in Mexico were next to each other. So yeah. he was like, yo, come over to my room. I just got to knock out some reeds and our wives were hanging out or whatever. So I, I went in there. Gabe is just 
in the room. <laughs> no pillows, no blankets. No fort at all. No nothing. And I'm just standing there like, that's okay? And he was like, bro, the, he's like, the 416 is so good, they don't even know. <laughs> yeah, they super directional. You got to be right in front of it. Yeah, as long as you're right up on it's it. It's true. Yeah, it's true. And honest, yeah. ever since then, bro, ever since that day, I'm like, I'll be in the car <laughs> or whatever. Babe's like, don't you want the bass traps? Uh, no, no, no. Leave them in the trunk. Leave them in the trunk. Leave them in the trunk. I, 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 I got bass traps for the car. Yeah, and I was like, nah, just we're just we're just gonna get rid of them. I don't need that. I, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you I what. Right up on the mic. Scoot. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this um plugin called Cvox. I've well, okay, so tell me about it because I've heard some good things about it. What is it? Dude, this? This is news you. to me. I so our downstairs is so i'm in in the studio here is everything is pretty contained uh-huh. but outside and when you go downstairs because that's where all the action is tv's going she's in the kitchen i have had that c-vox on using it with my arrow and you gotta gotta fine tune it but hmm. once you get it to where it is uh-huh it's just like you're in here mm. it takes everything sir it takes everything out hmm. and um i have used it now um downstairs for a couple of things but i couldn't like run back upstairs real quick i'm like okay what well, my arrow's down here let me just Ooh. and hit it mm. tell you i'm you looking know. at it now doc i'm telling you so but, i kind of um, i kind of cheated in a different way so i bought the tri booth a few years ago right <clears> from george <throat> whittem george <throat> whittem and uh and rick wasserman and when you purchase the tri booth you get a uh like a tune-up session with george whittem right and he makes this preset for hotel rooms like oh. if you know if people are running in the hallway slamming doors all that so really the preset is in the arrow and it basically does a great job of knocking out outside noise when he made me that preset he didn't make it on my on my twin in the studio he made it on my arrow Ooh. and i actually use that in the car so if Ooh. it's raining I was sitting next to a highway today when I was tracking on IPDTL. And you know that yeah. the, the engineer on the other end is hearing everything. And mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. that preset running. And when he was playing it back to me, it sounded like I was in here. You know, yeah, so I, I kind of cheat in a different way. I use that preset as my, you know, noise filter for the outside world. You know? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. That's that's dope. All right, man. Before I let y'all go. Um, man, this has been great, Trey. I gotta admit, this has been this has been. Oh yeah, fun. I told you we, we had fun <laughs> on here, man. We 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 just we just some fellas kicking it. So, um, you know, with work there is reward. Okay. And sometimes the reward takes a a, a while to get there because you got to put in the work. Yeah. But now that you young fellas are at uh, a a certain height in your careers where the rewards are looking really nice. <laughs> I want each of you to tell me that one thing that you bought that was just, and I know you like, you know what? I, I only spend for this. I only spend for that. But I'm sure y'all got that one thing. You like, you know what, baby? You just got to understand. Swipe. And it was done. Yeah. I, I have an idea of what Gabe may say, <laughs> but for me personally, it was my first Tesla, and uh, Gabe and I got our Teslas within like a week. 
of each other. <laughs> he got it, and I was already on the fence. And I know you got one too, Trey. So you know, yes, sir, yes, sir. I, when Gabe, because Gabe and I, first of all, there's there's two outside of VO. There are two things that Gabe and I talk about all the time. It's Apple products and Teslas. <laughs> that <laughs> like, dude, Mr. Gabriel Kunda, I don't care if, if Apple come out with shoestrings. <laughs> bro, bro I'm the same way. Posting. I'm the same way. Yo, we literally like I iPhone. I have never seen. I didn't know you were like that too, EJ. Yo, I'm bad. That one right I'm there. Bad. Yeah, I'm bad. <laughs> Yo, we were in we were in Mexico when they dropped the Mac Studio, right? Mm. And we were we basically were like, "This is this is what we've been talking about for years, bro. This is what we've been talking about for years." I bought mine in Mexico so that when I got home, it was on my doorstep. We literally got home, and the next day they showed UPS showed up with it because yeah. I was like, "We we've been talking about this forever." iPads, yeah. iPhones, AirPods, uh, Apple pencils. You know, Apple, uh, Apple, I got, I got the Apple Watch Ultra. We met up in New York. Gabe's like, yo, how is that thing? I was like, just buy it. <laughs> I was like, just, just buy it. Just buy it. Yeah, he had the, he had the Ultra, you know. Nah, we, we're big <laughs> Apple fans. Like, it's always happening. I, I yeah. um, you know, everything in here just about that helps with the business or not. I got my, my iPhone here, my pad. I don't have my watch on that because it's charging. Um, That's it. yeah. I'm on, I'm on my Mac. Yep. Uh, yep. I mean, and I got her a um, she has an airbook for school. She has her her watch as well. And she has a Mac a desktop. Mm -hmm. So um, we we have converted to the church of Mac. Uh, how oh, yeah. Amen. Can, can um, you say right off? Oh, for sure. You better right believe off. it. Yeah. Right off. I just got an M1. Um, what is it? M1? M3? That's it. Yeah, yeah. I just got one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm back into my music production. And oh. I, what I didn't want to do is have the MacBook that I do for my travel rig and my VO. I yeah. didn't want yeah. my music stuff on there. Yeah. So I was like, let me see what they. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all it takes. That shiny <laughs> Apple you, logo. You just need my credit. Yep. That's it. Sweet. Apple Pay. Click, you drop it off. Yeah, yeah. Click, click. You drop it off today. Click. Yeah. <laughs> so I got this if, shiny black. Is oh, it's beautiful. It's uh, beautiful. And I like the I like delivery. I like delivery. But when it says it's at like my local Apple store, I'm just gonna go pick it up. I ain't got nothing to do. Yeah. I want to walk in there and walk out with that bag. You know what I mean? With that bag. I need the bag. I, you I feel. You. I feel. Yeah. You. We were at the Grove yeah. in L.A. And I just went in to look around and I knew I wanted a new iPad. And I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's cute. Ooh, <laughs> I to have these in the store. We have a whole yeah. bunch in the bag. I'll take one thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? And, and going back to your original question about yes, like, the one, the one item that, that, you know, uh, from, from the, the reward, from the fruits of our labor, I also think it is the ability to say, hey, I want this thing. I don't necessarily mind how much it costs. Yes, sir. Because I can afford it because I and I really want it. You know, and I know our when we went to Mexico, um, we were having we were having oysters. We were having grilled oysters. And which I'm happy to say I turned Gabe and his wife on to uh, grilled oysters. We're sold. And, oh uh, boy. Yeah, oysters they're, they're sold. Approved, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> I did not know that. I was I'm now con con uh, converted. So yeah. I, I'm grateful. <laughs> oh yeah. And we were actually, we were having dinner and we actually had this discussion. 
you know, and our wives are saying how it's like weird when they talk about like, you know, I, I, I kind of want like a new iPad. Like, I feel like I need, you know, my old one, my, my mine is really old or like my wife had her MacBook from 2011. Like that thing was a dinosaur. And I'm like, babe, this is a weapon, you know? And I'm like, babe, let me just buy you a new computer. She's like, yeah, but mine works. I'm like, it don't work when it ain't plugged in. So like, it don't work. (laughs) So let me just get you one. And she's like, all right. Like she like feels bad. And I'm like, babe, I don't mind. And like, it's okay. Like we, you know, we are in a position, we've been blessed enough to be able to do things and, and to, you know, spending money on her is like, that's, that's, yeah, that's no big deal, you know? So I I feel blessed that we have the opportunity to have purchasing power, you Mm -hmm. know, to, to buy the things that we want and and the things that we need, you know? Yeah. Yeah. uh, For me, there's been a, there's one, there's been a couple things where I've just been like, I'm doing it. Swipe, you know, um, (laughs) there's a go. There's one of it. One was a watch. I finally got my like first Rolex, um nice. and let me tell you something oh, about that nice. man you want to talk about an exclusive society i didn't realize that you can't just go into a rolex store and ask for a rolex no sir mm. and it just that blew my i was like <laughs> is this racism what is going wait, on? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. like what like what do you like you gotta you gotta like elaborate on the experience yeah you go in there and then you say i'm looking for a submariner uh a rolex and they're like oh that's nice Here's a list of people who are also looking for the same thing. Write your name down. We'll give you a call. Mm-hmm. And it took me a year before they called me and tell me we finally have it in. Mr. Kuna, you can come in and sit. Now, mind you, like that, they, they got it. They yeah, it's got there. it. Okay. It's there, but just not for you. Not today. Just not for you. Yeah. It's very exclusive. Anyway, that was huh. one of the things that I, I, I got. But then, and then one other one was I, um, I'm, I'm, I love cameras and stuff. And so I had... Got went to the camera store and I saw they had a Leica uh, camera and those things are from you know from Germany and the, the yeah. pictures and the vintage quality yeah. of it it's beautiful and I was like swipe <laughs> uh, didn't even look at the numbers and then when I looked at receipt I was like wait a minute I didn't know it was the same yeah. lens uh-huh. <laughs> mm. it's like what is what's so expensive oh it's the lens this small little lens mm. what is this anyway so that was mm. a thing um, amongst other things but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a big uh, camera head too um one day and i have yet to pull the trigger just because i'm just so deathly afraid but i always <laughs> love Hasselblads. i got a chance to hold one wow them folks was looking at me like um you know you have to give it back i'm like <laughs> right. yeah, Hasselblads, no joke leica yeah. and Hasselblad, no that, joke you know top Top of the chain, yeah. Yeah, they're they're they are luxurious photography items, no doubt. Yeah, no um, doubt. But you know, boys and their toys, man. Um, yeah. yeah, and plus, um, for me, just because I'm a big old kid, I collect a bunch of Transformers. Um, Let's go, Trey. Growing growing up, you know, I I uh, I tell my friends, I'm like, um, a lot of the things that I have in here is for eight year old Trey who couldn't afford it, whose mom mm. couldn't afford it. So now. Mm. If you guys ever come to the crib, I got Transformers and G.I. Joes and Thundercats. I got a figurine of Wolverine and Luke Cage right here. As Let's a matter go. of fact, I got Jazz from the 85 Transformers. Wow. wow. Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's... Oh, you know, it's not a joke. Yeah, yeah you know, joke, man. 
there's a few commas and zeros up in this piece, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we got to get you yeah. in Transformers, man. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, you got to be the new jazz, man. You need to be the Ooh. new jazz. Yeah, ice, yeah ice, I think bro. about that. I, I, um, and I, I collect uh, vintage vinyl. I have this one album that my daughter actually got for me. It is Prince. Um, and what a lot of people don't know, well, if you're not in music, but mm-hmm. um, a lot of stuff for the time and Sheila E. And, you know, he wrote all that. This yep. album is him <laughs> demoing all the songs. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm wow. like, you are daughter of the year, baby. Yeah, wow. she, she, she looked out for daddy. How did she snuff that one out? Um, hey, I don't know what magic she she did, yeah. but when I saw wow. them, like, oh, but, yeah, uh, wow, yeah, so, that's awesome, that's gold, yeah, that's that's what's up, man. So let's wow. wrap it up. Um, so as you guys know, the name of my podcast is called Take Time Out with Trey. Um, so Gabe and EJ, um, and we kind of touched on it with you guys traveling and stuff, but um, how do you all take time out for yourselves? Oh, yeah, I I love um, <clears throat> playing video games. I, I just like that's kind of my space. I created a, a little video game uh, booth for myself where I can just go in there and get lost. And I love streaming, too. Like I, I you know, I have like some fans of the work that I do, whether that be, you know, video game or animation or whatever, they'll or anime, they'll come in and watch me play games and we'll interact. And it's a fun moment, I think, Um for me to just kind of let loose, talk to people who are familiar with my work and play games and react together. I th- and then another thing, which is so interesting because it's starting to turn into a job as well, <laughs> is singing, singing with the group. You know, yeah. our, our rehearsal time when we get together and get to work out these chords, jazz chords and listen to take six and try to figure out how we can make it sound like that. You know, mm. that is so uh, therapeutic to me. I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, yeah, so those are the, the couple. Yeah, and I know for me, uh, video games also, I, I'm a big PlayStation head. Um, I love playing, like, I, I like playing on, like, multiplayer, but I also enjoy diving into, like, linear story mode games. I love, because I, I always love, I think that video games are such a fantastic medium of storytelling. Um, I, and I love all types of stories. I, I watch a lot of you know, cartoons, tv shows movies uh you know play video games a lot of animation so i always love to hear new stories and see new stories but you know with video games it's interactive you're a part of the story yeah um another thing i love to do a a lot of i do a lot of mentorship um i mentor a lot i like to mentor a lot of young men and a lot of young women especially of color um but i also serve on a couple of boards um i'm on a governing board for a uh, for a credit union for a bank and I'm also on a foundation board, which is more philanthropic for a hospital. Um, nice. You know, I, I want to be able to help people on a macro level, but the mm-hmm. mentorship is helping people on a micro level. So, and for me, that is kind of like therapeutic. And and that's like, I find a lot of joy in doing that. Um, I love business development. I mm. love uh, guiding, the, you know, helping to guide the credit union into the future those kinds of things, asking hard questions, questioning, you know, because basically the CEO of the bank is my employee. You know, he answers yeah. to, to me and the other members of the board. Um, but just like being young and being a, a man of color in spaces where usually I'm the only one, I enjoy that too, you know? Oh, for so sure. um, yeah, for me, I, I just, I, I, I love voiceover. Voiceover is, has done a lot for me. It's allowed me to do a lot of things. 
but I've never been the type of person to put all my eggs in one basket. Mm. Um, I always want to set myself up for the future because as we all know, our careers are incredibly volatile. Um, Things could change tomorrow for Mm -hmm. any one of us. And obviously we're not, we're going to speak in the new universe that we get increase. Okay. You know what I mean? But but we also, but but we, we also aren't naive, you know? So we understand that it's good to have other plates spinning. And I know Gabe has other plates spinning. We talk about that a lot, making sure that we stay active. Diversify, diversify. Yeah. Got our hands in different pots, you know? So, and for me, I know one day I'd eventually like to serve on a, on a private board and get paid to help a school or help a hospital or help whomever, you know, um, where I have other income coming in from that, you know, so just to keep just, just in case, you know, you know, cause you never know, you never know. So, um, but, but volunteering is something that I'm very, I've been passionate about since high school. So, um, you know, that's something I, I, I love to do a lot, a lot of. Yeah. You, you have to have, uh, you know, Rivers have many different streams, you understand? Mm. And mm-hmm. uh, you have to have different streams to survive in this economy. That's why when y'all yeah. see your boy barbecuing, it ain't just for show. Because if things go down, I got a little something put away. I'm just going to find me a nice brick and mortar. We just grill it. Yeah, that's right. Hey, hey I, I'll be there. I'm a huge foodie, <laughs> man. And I, and I love to cook. So I, I cook yeah. a lot. You know, I love to cook. Barbecue ribs uh, is my favorite type of food, Doc. And every time I see you make something, I'm like, oh, yeah, I get I get upset that you're in Vegas. Like, I wish you were like in Philly or something. So I got to and and they spelled your name wrong on Traeger. Hey, now. Hey, now. (laughs) Y'all heard what he said. That's all I'm saying. That'd be the but, plug. Uh, That'd be crazy if they I sent mean, you a Traeger that said T-R-E-Ger. You know what I mean? Traeger. I, so I, I did a spec thing that I sent to them, and I, I had a, my own campaign, which was called Trey for Traeger. I had a hashtag in it. Oh, wow. Um, uh, they, they reached out, but we we it didn't happen. But sure. I still love my Traeger. Um, I have a Traeger and I have a, a charcoal grill. All I'll say is wow. this, gentlemen. Uh, I'm not sure when this podcast will air, but in real time, um, if you see any pictures during Christmas, because we're not doing a traditional thing, uh, I know you like ribs, Gabe. You might want to stay off my page, boss. Oh no, because <laughs> they nah, come. I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be on the lookout. But I will say this: whenever your feet should touch the sandy deserts of Vegas, I got y'all. Y'all come to the crib, and I grill it up. Make it a trip, BJ. We should make yeah. it a trip out there. I, you know, I was, telling, I was just telling Trey before you hopped on, we were going to the Super Bowl in Vegas, but I, I can't go anymore. So I was oh. going to hit him up, be like, yo, Trey, I'm coming for some barbecue. I know you got some ribs and some and some brisket and some steak. I'm actually going to my butcher today. Um, I have been as of late, and I've always loved them, but just a nice lamb chops. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go get them now. Yeah, love, then, love lamb chops. When when uh, Christmas rolls around, I'm I'm gonna do one slab of ribs and have some mm. chops. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. All right, I gotta go eat. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But if you ever come out this way, Trey, let us know. We'll we'll hook you up. My wife makes some mean. My wife is she's half black, half Puerto Rican. So her black side, she has a world like a really good oxtail recipe. Oh, and where? Then, I got uh, family and, in Germantown. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I got family in Germantown, yeah. bro. Germantown so, yeah, if you're in the I area, can, hit can, me up. I can hit the, uh, what is it, the um, Black Horse Pike. And bro, um, we're, we're five minutes from the Black Horse Pike. Really? 
Yeah, we're we're five. We're like five minutes from Philly. We're right across okay, the bridge from, the, yeah. from the city. Like yeah, where I got the birds play in, in Cherry Hill too, man. So I got folks. We're ten minutes from Cherry Hill. Trey, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Now you gotta come. We're gonna you come over. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll open our home to you. Come hang with us. Come kick it. All right. So love Texas to have you over, and man. Jersey. I got family yeah. in both places. Yes, Matter sir. of fact, um, the last time I was actually in Texas, and then we we can rap for real. Um, our family reunion was in 2010, and we went to the stockyards. And, oh, in Fort Worth, uh, yeah. yeah, it's like it's that. it's changed a lot for the bad. I mean, it's gotten it looks beautiful over there, and they got really? a whole swanky hotel and some nice food. Okay, actually, one of my favorite rib places over there. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. But it's I used a, to go to a joint over there called Cattleman's. I don't know if Cattleman's is still around. But uh, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't you know. You could they, literally walk into that restaurant and pick the meat that you want, and they would cook it for you. Oh, Ooh, yeah, Ooh. like that. So, well, yeah, I, like I think that's a perfect segue to end the show. I am Trey Mosley. And uh, once again, I want to thank my guest today, EJ Enrique Joseph and Gabe Kunda. Uh, gentlemen, tell the fine folks how they can uh, follow you and see what all is going on in your life on the socials. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and <laughs> YouTube, Gabe Kunda. That's just type in the name and you'll find me. It's easy. Yeah, uh, I'm really just on IG for real, for real. I don't be tweeting. I don't be Facebooking as much, but uh, IG, Enrique J Media, uh, you can DM me. Uh, I always keep my dms open if you got questions or anything about voiceover want to get into voiceover um i'm always willing to talk to uh, people that are interested in getting into the business um and uh, i also have a resource guide that i give people no charge for your charge so if you're ever looking to get started and got some questions or anything feel free to hit me up i'll be glad to send it to you um and uh yeah that's that's it all right thank y'all for tuning in and we'll catch you next time and we are out of here Thanks for listening to the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley podcast, part of the Titan Media Network. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcast. To see the video version of this, you can find us on YouTube on the Take Time Out with Trey Mosley YouTube page. Thanks for listening, or thanks for watching. Either way, we'll see you next time.